Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Katie and Company. Welcome back to um, the Katie and Company podcast with me, Katie, and my company, producer Dan. Hello. How's it going? Uh, it's going. <laughs> yep. How's the apartment life? Uh, everything's good. So everything like on the show this week went wonderfully. We had Brett Eldridge on. We're going to get to our full interview with him here in just a second, talking about all things Christmas because he is Mr. Christmas behind the scenes. I just hit my drink. Sorry. Behind the scenes, life has been absolute chaos. We were supposed to be moving this week, but we are no longer moving because Shane got COVID. So now we are trapped inside of our very, very, very tiny New York City apartment. <laughs> Man, yeah, I was laughing, like not laughing, but it was uh, to see your dog go through the window of your of your patio. Like, yeah, so because pet him. So I'm still testing negative, and because Christmas is next week, like at this point, if I test positive, we will have to miss Christmas with our families. So we're trying really hard to keep me negative. So Shane is in our bedroom, which is like literally like I think ten by eleven feet. I'm in the living room with the dog and like I've been passing stuff back and forth to him through the window on our balcony. Man. (laughs) I just like, we were sitting down eating dinner the other night and I was like, maybe you should take a test. Like you sound pretty bad. And so we were like eating dinner, like watching the rapid come back. And I was like, sure. Oh, I was sitting next to him. I was like, I just started cackling laughing. And he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, you have COVID. And he oh was like, did, did he like lose his taste and smell and all that stuff too? No, he hasn't at all, which is what I've been like super nervous about. Like this morning I woke up and since I'm sleeping in the living room, I grabbed like the nearest candle and I was like, <laughs> okay, I think I yeah. can still smell it. We're good. <laughs> you remember in the beginning of COVID, there was those videos of people eating like habanero peppers and like just scoops of like mayonnaise and all this gross stuff. Cause they couldn't taste anything. No, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no. And I really like, I really do not want to live through that. Especially the people who are like going through long COVID and like don't have to or smell for like three months i feel like yeah. if that's what's going to happen that's what's going to happen to me and i, d- I don't want to live like that especially trying to get through right. the holidays i could probably yeah. you know lose some weight and, and, <laughs> and it would be good for me not to be able to taste anything but <laughs> we don't want to go there but yeah so for right now we're just um we're trapped in here until further notice hoping that i don't get it if i don't get it next week we will like how many of those, how many of those tests do you have slash have you taken I, oh my God, we've spent so much money on tests the last couple of days because New York City is surging right now in cases. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. Like everyone we know is sick um, and they're selling out a rapid test everywhere and you have to wait like a couple hours in line if you want to get a regular COVID test like at the pharmacy. Um, so the last, like the last two places that I've been that they had some, I was like, hey, can you just give me a couple of those? Because um, I still need to keep testing to make sure that I'm fine because at this right. rate, like, 
I feel like going to the pharmacy to get a real PCR test, I'm risking it by going in there with the rest of the sick people. So yeah, for real. We're trying especially to now. It. Like there's such a surge going on right now in New York. Oh my God. It really, like it is insane. Yeah. Everyone I talk to is like, Oh, my boyfriend or we're sick or we just tested positive or like we're waiting on results. And also like yeah. the flu is rampant right now at the same time. Like it's just, it's not good, especially right before Christmas. Like the, I, everyone wants to be able to come and see their families. And that's the only reason why Shane and I are in separate rooms. Like we weren't, I'd be like, yeah. all right, open the door. I don't care. Yeah. But right. I, and I think I, like in my group of friends, I think Shane is like the fourth person that I've heard of, like in the last two weeks of having it. Right. And, yeah, it's it's like kind of nuts right now. And it really sucks because it's like, this is not what you want to deal with the week before Christmas. Right. Yeah, for real. It's also not what you want to deal with the week before you're moving the week before Christmas. So yeah, it's not like you had a, it's not like you had the week off. <laughs> I know. I was like, could we fit like one more like life issue adventure into all of that? Like, it's just, oh my yeah. gosh, what a mess. Wow. But anywho, yeah. we had Brett Eldridge on the Superstar Power Hour this week, and we Dan, did. you know, spent a million years like editing all of this stuff. What did you think about Brett? I mean, certainly got everybody in the uh, the Christmas spirit. Um, right, it's sure. been wild I mean, over the last couple of years, like watching him go from like one Christmas song and like doing a little tour in New York, and then like I remember yeah. he did his very first ever like he does this tour, this Glow Live tour every year now, but the first time he did it he only did one show and he did one night in new york city it was a super small venue called irving plaza it was only like 900 people it was impossible to get a ticket people yeah. were like paying a thousand dollars to be able to go see it because they just it wasn't big enough um it was a huge hit the next year he's like oh i'll do two nights at the beacon and then they started announcing like more cities and more dates and it's been cool right. to like watch him like literally become mr christmas which is the name yeah. of the next album and and it was, I mean, and I listened to some of the, like most of the album and you said it in the interview, it's like, it kind of sounds like those classic Christmas songs. Like it doesn't sound like a new artist trying to do an old song. Like it really right. like kind of gets you in the Christmas mood. Like for sure. He does like yeah. a really good mix of the classics that you like know and love as well as like some more of the more like religious Christmas music or holiday right. songs. But I, yeah. I feel very like, I love the originals that he writes and I feel like you can probably pr appreciate this as a, as a musician. It's just that like writing a Christmas song, writing any song is hard. Writing a Christmas song, very hard but writing one that you like when you hear it you feel like you've known it forever which is how i feel right. about the two new ones on his album um feels like christmas and mr christmas which we'll talk about mm -hmm. here in just a second on the interview but yeah i love it i always he's like my number one person to go to when i start listening to holiday music yeah for real what was your like what was your takeaway from it were you instantly transported to december 25th i or? was i loved it i always <laughs> just like love talking to him about it because you know we talk about his regular music a lot but he gets so excited to talk about all of the christmas stuff i love how passionate he is about it i also love the little tidbit that he gave us he's like i've never told anybody this but i've like actually written like the script for like a movie about yeah, mr yeah, christmas and yeah. which i feel like that could take off and be like an entire thing for him like yeah it would be pretty cool to see like a claymation of that a claymation or any movie like i feel like if he wants to star in like a hallmark movie and be mr christmas like there's someone's dying right. to write that script at hallmark right now <laughs> yeah for big time I, I love the uh the part the, the story that he told about me and uh tony bennett you guys are you're like you're on the same bill and he was like 60 years older than you like you'll i mean you'll hear it in the interview but that must have mm -hmm. been so uh what what a experience that must have been Truly. Well, we will stop yeah. talking about the interview now right. and we will play it yes. for you. This is Brett Eldridge on the Superstar Power Hour. It is Mr. Christmas. We are getting into the holiday spirit this week on the Superstar Power Hour. And who better to help us do that than Mr. Christmas? Brett Eldridge, how are you? 
I'm great. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Congrats on the release of the second holiday album. Yes, thank you. I feel very uh I feel very in the spirit at this point right now. I'm feeling great. <laughs> I'm sure very, very in the spirit. And I think what's interesting about a Christmas album that a lot of people probably don't realize is that you usually work on that and record it like right in the middle of summer. Right? Yeah. May. May to be exact is when I do it. May, April is when I'm deep in the Christmas. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like usually it's like May, June, April, May, June is like the whole time where I'm starting it, finishing it, uh, getting it done, getting the photos, all that stuff. It's crazy. So you almost get two seasons, but how do you like, what are some of the things that you do now? This is your second time doing it, like to get in the spirit, even though it's like sunny and warm outside. I, uh, I go all the way. Um, I never go halfway on anything. And especially when it comes to Christmas is like, I, I, I wore a full on tux every single day of the studio. Like the first, the first on glow, I'd wear like a, I'd wear a suit or a, maybe a, uh, like a sport coat this time I was like I'm going all the way in and I was I was walking into the studio every day I was close enough my hotel was close enough to the studio where I would walk down the streets in New York in a tux um full bow tie velvet shoes all of it and uh I'd get some hilarious looks and people stopping by and stuff and but it was just uh they really put me in the spirit kind of give me it gives it a little extra meaning at that time of year you just gotta just gotta get yourself there in, in your mind and Next thing you know, it's the season just like it is right now. And, and uh, it worked. So <laughs> for sure. And then new on this album, you've got a bunch of the classics like Jingle Bells, which is rumored to have been cut in one take. Is this it right? was. Yeah. So I, I, I took that stroll from the hotel to the studio. And this was the second day I think we recorded it. And so I walked there and I was just feeling it. I was like, we're going to start with Jingle Bells. The energy is going to be great. I just feeling it. I, I told the producer that. So they were already ready in the studio. And I walked in I, on my way into the, the booth. I waved hello, walked in the booth at 1101. Uh, we record it. And by 1105, it was like one of the coolest recording experiences. It was just like not even saying hello hardly other than just waving, walking in. They dropped the, this big band orchestra down and we go and everybody's just we're all just like kind of we all really nailed it together. It was really fun. That's such a cool thing to have on that. Cause I feel like that probably doesn't even in recording regular albums, like that probably never happens, right? Like the first take for you and for the band, like what are the yeah, odds? Usually not. Cause they're usually getting all the sounds corrected and everything first. And yeah, it, it doesn't, it's really that it happens just like that. And uh, it sure did. And it was so much fun. And it's really cool. Cause this version of Jingle Bells also has a, a, a the second verse is one that uh, I, it's like the fourth verse that like a lot of people haven't heard. And it's got some really interesting lyrics in there from, you know, forever ago. That's really fascinating. I love that. The fourth verse of Jingle Bells, kind of like yeah. the third verse of Friends in Low Places that you got to know. That's, That's right. amazing. And then there's two more originals on this album, the title track, Mr. Christmas, which I guess I would imagine is inspired by years of people just starting to call you Mr. Christmas, yeah. right? Yeah. People started calling me that a lot. And and it's it really is my persona. Like I, I love Christmas music. I always have. I've always I just find the magic in this time of year and it's something that I just have such a passion for. So I wrote a song called Mr. Christmas. Uh, I tried to, I tried to write it about three or four years ago. Um, and I didn't nail it quite to where I wanted to. So I held out and I was like, I'm still going to write this at some point. And then, uh, I was, I was singing in the shower, just like we all do sometimes. And I was, and I had that melody pop of my head for the chorus of call me Mr. Christmas. And then I just got so excited and uh, rushed to record on my phone 
And I told my uh, buddy, Ross Copperman, who I wrote Glow with as well, said, man, I've got the chorus. This is it. And uh, we uh, finished it the next day. And, and it was uh, it was a no-brainer to make it the title of the album. And it all fit just right. That's awesome. And then there's another original on here that you actually wrote, I believe, by yourself, right? Feels yeah. like Christmas. Talk about that. Because that's kind of like, you know, not that doesn't happen a lot that you write a song completely alone or a Christmas yeah. song, which I imagine is harder. Yeah, it is hard. Um, I I put it on myself during quarantine and everything to start writing songs a lot more by myself. For one, I had a lot of time to myself, you know, like all of us. Um, so I was, I would, I would write a little bit of it. I was writing on a guitar actually, even though it's kind of a, um, it's kind of, uh, there's a lot of parts to this song, but I wrote it originally on a guitar and I would write a little part of it. Then I go back to, you know, watching whatever series I was watching or, you know, whatever we were doing in quarantine. And I would go back and I'd write some more and I just, kept chipping away at it. Next thing I knew I had this really cool Christmas song and, and, uh, recorded a demo of it, um, uh, and brought it to the, uh, producer and arranger, Rob Mounsey. And we, we made this really cool version of the song and it just had such a really like dance around in your living room feel to it. Uh, and I love that about it. And, and it feels like it's classic and, and I, that's what I wanted to just to fit with amongst the side of Rudolph and, and uh, the most wonderful time of the year. And then feels like Christmas and Mr. Christmas. I wanted it to all mesh well, like feel, make it feel classic. I think that you have captured whatever the secret sauce is, because it's very hard to write an original Christmas song that feels classic immediately. You know what I mean? Like whatever uh, you've done there, you've gotten uh, it. Because when I when I hear those songs, I'm like, I feel like these have been a part of Christmas forever. Like they don't sound like something you have to get used to. I don't know if that's the best way to yeah, describe uh, it. No, but. thank you. And that's and that's I shoot for that and, and mindful of that when I write these because and I I I've, I'm not going to say I've listened to more Christmas music than anybody in the world, but I listen to a <laughs> lot of Christmas music through the years, a tons, um, and I just love the classic feel and I love that that kind of big band feel and kind of the old nostalgic things that, that come along with it. And, and I think, uh, I just live in that place and it, and it has worked, um, to where I'm kind of an old soul. And I like, I like that about this, this music. It really, it plays well to that. For sure. Well, now you've got two holiday albums, obviously a very successful holiday show that everyone looks forward to going through. What is next on like your Christmas legacy bucket list, like more music, a claymation movie. What is it? Yeah. Uh, I, it's pretty wild. I've already, I've, I've written, um, I've written movie scripts. I've written, I've, I've like, I've done all this during all this. I've never even told anybody that, but I, <laughs> I have written a lot of like different storylines and different things with all this music. Cause I just, I just, it makes me feel like a kid. So I just start coming up with all these ideas. So there's a lot that comes ahead of it. And, um, you know, I, I, there's some things I dream of going to Europe and doing some stuff with the orchestras and, um, and uh, there's some other artists to record some, uh, some, some classic stuff with. So it's like, I could, I want to do this till I'm, you know, 92, you know, as they say from kids from one to 92, it's like, uh, uh, I was with, uh, two, two or three years ago, I was at the Rockefeller tree lighting. I was, uh, my dressing room was next to Tony Bennett. And I think he was 93 oh at that time. And I was thinking, I'm like, okay, he is literally 60 years older, than, 60 years older than me. And he's still doing it. So I got a picture of myself doing this in 60 years. And he's still up there nailing it at that point. And uh, 
And so that's just what I want to do. I want to keep it going. And, and uh, hopefully I still got 60 more years of this. So I got a lot of, got a lot more duets and a lot more uh, movies and uh, a lot of different things. I, I plan on doing this till at least 93. I love that. Many, many years of Christmas content ahead of us from Brett yes, Eldridge. Right. And then let's talk about holidays. What do you guys have on the Eldridge family holiday plans this year? Are you traveling at all? Staying home? You know, I don't even know. I, uh, I'm so deep into the, the holiday tour um, glow. I mean, I know we're going to, I'm going to be with the family. I think we're still kind of playing it by ear, but, um, I finished in Chicago. So uh, the tour finished in Chicago. So I know I'm going to hang up, probably spend some time up in Illinois, uh, and doing that and just being with family and, and, uh, you know, I didn't get to spend time with family last year. So, exactly. uh, you know, just hopefully get to spend time with family and, and, uh, really, take a break because i've been you know we waited so long to play <laughs> shows and then we went straight uh we went straight into a, a fall tour and straight into a christmas tour which i love and i'm having a blast but by then i'll be i'll be like okay i gotta go find a beach gotta find some time to recover because come early january i've got a lot of other cool exciting stuff coming so i i uh, i gotta rest and recover and uh, do it all again Speaking of resting and recovering and a lot of stuff you have to do, that leads me to my next question. It'll be almost two years now since Sunday Drive came out. Have you been working on new yeah. music? Yeah. In fact, I'm all the time. Um, and I, and I, 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 I've written so many songs um, over this time since, since Sunday Drive. And so, yes, I, I've got uh, many things in the works that are, are uh, yet to be announced yet. But um, I know that there'll be something – There'll be some things coming in 2022 for 2020. That's so weird to say. 2022. I know, right? <laughs> oh God. So uh, I was like, it, we're in like we're it's here. The holidays are here of 2021. I feel like yeah. we're still in a weird time warp. Like it, it never. Is. I don't know when it'll ever feel right again. Has, yeah. Has it? Has it? Has it moved forward or anywhere? Or are we in the same place? Or I don't know. But it's like, <laughs> is it a, March 2020 still? Yeah, or <laughs> yeah. But it's like I don't know. I've I've, I've felt really good about. Um, being back on the stage and connecting with people again and fans and, and just feeling that sense of purpose together and, and everything that connection is everything. So, um, I, I fully believe we'll get, we'll continue to go into this next year and, and, uh, I'm going to have a lot of new stuff coming and, and a lot of exciting things, uh, for my career and, and, uh, to give to my fans and that's all you can do. Amazing. And then I would assume that you are probably someone who's very hard to buy for around the holidays. Like I'm sure you're a guy mm. like, if I see something I want, I'll take care of it. So I'm sure your mom, your dad, everybody always has a hard time, but what is on your list this year of a potential gift from Santa? I'm such a nerd. So I, I for one, I never know what, to, I never know what I want. Uh, my mom asked me today, actually, uh, she's like, one of your secret Santa people wants to know what you want. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what I want. Um, I always like, I'm, I'm big into, um, kind of, uh, uh, health and wellness. So I'm always, you know, like right now I really want a, uh, artificial light for mood enhancement. So like in the morning, you're supposed to get light the first time of the day throughout the day. And when the sun starts going down, you're supposed to, uh, uh, you're supposed to let the sun go down and it'll have all your lights dim. So I'm trying to get like a really one of those artificial light things. So on on bad weather days or cloudier days or whatever, if you have to work inside, I'll have a, a some crazy light while I'm talking to you right now, like <laughs> blaring at me. Um, so uh, that kind of stuff, I, th I think of like weird things that I can use into my life, um, you know, and, and uh, add to my 
the lifestyle, like hiking boots. Uh, I've worn mine out through, uh, so hiking boots and that kind of stuff. I love that. And then are you a new year's resolution guy or do you usually like leave that out? Um, I've, I am a very, uh, driven person, sometimes, uh, perfection, uh, definitely perfectionist, a recovering perfectionist, as I say. So <laughs> I have to watch myself in setting goals because then I will, I will guilt myself when I haven't quite, you know, nailed that. And I think that the, as, as studies have shown, I think what I hear a lot is that sometimes it's better to just, um, not set as much expectations as like what you want to work on. And so that way you don't have like a certain place where it's like, it has to be this or I'm not going to have happiness. It's like, no, that's not exactly how it's defined. It's like, what do I want to, you know, I want to, I want to be able to check myself at six months to say, I, I push myself out of my comfort zone to have more conversations with people that I don't know. And instead of just, you know, um, staying, you know, home or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, so that's the kind of thing for me. I think I, I, I want to continue to, to grow as a person, you know, to continue to be more and more vulnerable and, and, uh, with, with myself, with, with friends, with my fans, with the world and, and, uh, help encourage others to do that as well. Cause that's helped me so much. And, um, yeah, just really, um, do the things that I love that, that, that feed my soul. Cause it's going to feed my soul and it's going to other, you know, if it's authentically me, it's going to, it's, it's going to feel that way for those that are receiving my art and, and my music and whatever. And just, uh, this, just, uh, being comfortable with doing it, how I envision my mind and not how someone else tries to get you to do something, you know, cause we're in a world that, where it's like, you know, you pay attention a lot more to what other people's are, people are thinking about you and what they want you to be. It's like, what about, what do I want to be and what do I want to do? And, and, uh, I hope this didn't turn into too deep of an answer. No, but, uh, not at all. But, uh, no, I think but that's I th that's that's where I am. That's that's just kind of like I just want to do the things that that uh, that that uh, serve my soul and and uh, allows me to be there for myself and for other people and and uh, pour my heart out there and the, the things that are authentically myself. You know, for sure. And I think those are all great things. And I think that's such a it's a much healthier mentality to look at it that way because otherwise by like the second week of February, you're beating yourself up. Yeah. You're like, what it's have like, I done? Oh my God, I, I, I couldn't have sugar for six months or whatever. And I accidentally <laughs> had a little thing and now I'm beating myself up for the next six months because I had a, you know, uh, a fried Oreo at the fair or something <laughs> when I, cause it was looked so good, you know, whatever it is. Exactly. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking for. Awesome. Well, happy holidays. Thank you so much for your time today. Congrats on the new Christmas Thank album. You, yeah. I know yes. that they, you know, they let Mariah Carey officially declare Christmas every year, but if she ever calls in sick, they're, they're going to come to you. That's right. Hey, wait. <laughs> I'm into that. <laughs> Brett Eldridge. Thank you so much. Thank you, Katie. We'll see ya. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. And Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.